1: Where, where
0: was that uh, that arrow sound skipping across a rock? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how to do <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> or the old western, meer, meer, yeah. meer, the, ricochet the ricochet sound. The this is the Land and Legacy Podcast, hunting podcast. I'm your host, Adam Keith. And Matt Dye. And we have a very hot topic, very special topic for you on this hunting podcast. Now that you're all good and confused, what the heck we started out with. <laughs> It'll make sense here in a second. This week's podcast is about when to shoot, when not to shoot, deer that duck, miss shots, and cut, what is it, cut tail shirts? Yeah. The tail yep. of your shirt is cut because you've missed a deer. It, yeah, understand. Where was it? it? Or yeah. that's when you kill one. It's if you miss, they get to shoot your hat or something like that. I don't know what the what it, it never happened at my. Basically, camp. it's about shooting deer at the wrong times and wondering why that there was the outcome that happened. It was a twenty-yard chip shot, and how you missed. Yeah, and well, you're going what in the or, world? Or you skipped it off or back. Or, or and
0: this this is bow hunting, um, but like these are these this is a topic that everyone you know gets confused about. Doesn't quite understand, um, and just gets sits there and like, am I? Did I just do
1: that? Like, did I just miss that shot? Here's what I I find humorous is, it gets in the head so much. Oh yeah, that you eventually miss the shot, not because of what happened or or the site because it was already too mental for you.
0: Oh yeah, you yeah. you
1: made it way too mental about. Where should I aim because I think it's going to duck, but what if I what if it doesn't duck? Mm-hmm. Uh should I put it on bottom third? Or where should I put it because I think she's going to duck, but then I feel like I'm aiming off the deer and ah, I don't know and boom, you miss and you're like she ducked. She ducked. That's just the easy excuse to say. But in reality, it was all in between, what do they say? In, in between, between the ears. ears and, and it's and, mental. And there's it's certain, not that complicated.
0: Yeah, it's not. Basically, we're going to walk through um what we have seen in countless uh we've we've had the ability to film a lot of deer get shot with bow and arrow on film um and have debunked it as to when to shoot and when not to shoot and it's again it's not necessarily a um i can't ever shoot this deer they're all skittish whatever it, it's about body position specifically, and we're going to walk you through all that today um, on this hunting podcast. And
1: this is something, Matt, that you and I have talked about just in a small group of friends mm-hmm. for several years. Yeah, and and it's been kind of like we've shared it with with clients and people. It's like, oh, don't don't do this, and that's going to be one of the biggest advantages you can make. And you, when we first started noticing this. It was like, boy, it seems like this is happening. What is the common trend? And it was like, oh, and I don't want to give it away yet, so that's why I'm not saying it. But it's like, oh, yeah, that one was the one that we missed last week was like that too. And then I go back to old tapes and stuff, uh, even home videos of filming, filming buddies. of Whenever a miss happened, a lot of times the deer was in this position.
0: Or, or, or it – or you shoot high, like you just shoot higher than expected. And you're like, gosh, yeah. I, sh- I hit high lung or, or they get, they spine like,
1: yeah. And you go, it, how it happens?
0: Yeah. How? Like that deer was, I, I know exactly where I aimed. Like I've been shooting my bow. I know I'm solid. I know I'm on like, what, what resulted in that? What, what made that happen? Um, even though, you know, you're confident, you're rock solid, good release. It all felt good, but that's, you get that result. Um, And again, this is looking back and sharing a lot of stories, looking back at footage happening, this happening to us and learning from that uh, mistake of don't shoot deer when they're in this position.
1: And this is one of the biggest, I mean, this is the, I'll just say, this is the best advice we can give you for shooting deer or shooting at deer with your bow.
0: I'm going to say shooting deer with a bow. Shooting deer with a bow. This this is is the the advice.
1: This is so simple too. It's not... There's no mental games to play. It's just a, a deer are like this, shoot. When they're not like that, don't shoot. And, and
0: it's not, like you said, it's not a skill that has to be practiced. It's just an awareness that you have to have of reading a deer's body language. And that goes into um, deciding when to shoot, when not to shoot. Like, it's so simple. It, it, it doesn't have to be practiced. No.
1: so simple. Not at all. And and so, before we get into it, we thank you for joining us on another Land and Legacy podcast. This week's podcast brought to you by Pure Air Natives. St. Louis, native grass, native wildflowers. Check it out. Pure for, Air for Natives. For all
0: your native seed needs. That's
1: right. <laughs> that's what they say, right? <laughs> yeah, that's their... Exactly. Seems like everybody uses yeah, that slogan. I've heard that before. <laughs> huh? So, anyway, check them out. Pure Air Natives on Facebook Instagram and PureNatives.com. So over the years and everyone's done, everyone's guilty of,
0: of either flat out missing a deer. That's an absolute <laughs> lie. Absolute lie. so
1: many, I, bet I miss more than i have killed.
0: Like it, everyone's done. Everyone's been in this position. Um, and, and it's, it's likely not all the time for sure, but a deer was in certain positions, but we're talking, About shooting deer that duck
1: with archery equipment. Why do deer duck? And first off, let's just say that people have been shooting deer with a bow for a long, long time. Like,
0: long time. (laughs) Way before Compound was invented. We've been shooting deer with bows.
1: And if you haven't noticed, uh, bows were a whole lot louder than they are now. And a whole lot slower and they were still killing deer. Yep. What has changed?
0: And it's like it's almost like as technology has gotten better, more people are are talking about I, uh, those duck and deer like wait, if technology is getting better, bows are getting faster than then what's the difference here? Like it,
1: bows are getting faster, bows why? are getting quieter. Why are we still doing there's this? Less vibration. Heck, there's some crossbows that shoot like a rifle. Oh yeah. And we yeah. still want to say deer ducking. But, right. Go back to early '90s and '80s. Whenever people were shooting the old bows, and they sounded like a banjo exploding when it went <laughs> off. Yeah, and they shot a little twenty-eight-inch arrow on an overdraw that had a hundred and twenty-five grain steel force, aluminum arrow, aluminum arrow <laughs> wobbling out to it, yeah. and they still killed them. Don't don't even try to tell me that the bow's too slow or yep. that the bow's making too much noise. When you look back. They were still successful
0: back like, then. Like, like even if you just do the math, like a, a bullet shooting 330 feet per second versus a bullet shooting 300 feet per second, if you look at it like a 20 yard shot, really, how much of a difference is is that arrow getting there that much quicker? We're talking minute differences in the 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 pace in which that arrow is getting from <laughs> you to that deer. Yes. Um. Like it. Come on.
1: All right. Let's go ahead and tell them it's eight minutes in. Don't shoot deer with their head down. Don't do it. It's <laughs> That's that simple. It. And you're like, I waited eight minutes for that. I promise you, if you watch outdoor television, anything. Go to YouTube or something. <laughs> go to YouTube and watch videos of deer getting shot at with a bow and go, okay, what, when did the misses occur? What happened? It, and,
0: and it's not to say that a deer won't duck with its head up and you still or the, miss.
1: Or the guy behind the bow wasn't yeah.
0: wasn't aiming in the right spot. Correct. But, but if you know that you were aiming in the right spot, you had the exact yards, you felt good about the release, and you still missed the deer, was its head down?
1: Or was it up?
0: Likely it was up. And, and again, this has been, it, it was like, we definitely had the aha moment. It was like, wait a second.
1: It really isn't that simple, is it?
0: It it it, and it is like when a deer's head is down. We all know that like they can change like the position of their eyes to expand their field of view, so they're still seen, but they're in a much more. What's the right word I'm looking for here? Um,
1: They're exposed. They're much more. They are um, in much more trouble. Basically, they can be predated on much easier when their head is down. Their body position is in is basically out
0: of position to be able to um, move in any vague avoid predators. Yeah, like it can see behind them, like they can't do that. They're, they can't hear as well. They're on edge.
1: Yeah, naturally, they're and on a edge. A lot of times when their head goes down, they're in, in a vegetation or whatever, and they can't see their surroundings as well. They can't hear as well. But
0: when you compare. A deer that is standing up and its head up, when a deer does try and duck or move, what is the first
1: thing that happens? Head goes down with the neck, and they are working And the front shoulders. And the front shoulders all drop to load up to To pounce off, to spring off. They have to go down to go up and out of there. So— when you see a deer, you know just go on YouTube and watch hunting shows, or just go to your memory bank up in your head because I know you've done it. It's <laughs> happened to you before. Probably. I think of a, a hunt a couple, several years ago when I shot a couple of does out of a in one evening, and I actually shot three times. First deer killed it, heard it crash right out of the food pot. Second deer walks up, head down. She was already kind of alert, head down. Twenty yards. Mr. Shot over the back. And I'm like, how does that happen? Mm-hmm. Then I ended up kill did I kill her or kill another one? another one? I killed another one and it was just like, Aha. We we got it. Head like, down, that deer, even though it was twenty yards, still ducked enough to avoid getting shot. And that to me was like the glass shattering moment of It it
0: wasn't the bow's fault it wasn't the arrow's fault it wasn't the conditions it was 20 yards it was but the, the hunter deer's my fault unawareness of the deer's exactly. position that's right um and and again as a when we go back to the physics of how a deer loads up drops the front shoulders drops its head and neck to spring off if a deer's head is already down it's already made its first move to get out of there Like if its head's down, its neck is down. So it buckles its knees and goes instead Mm -hmm. of dropping its head, then dropping its neck, then buckling and going when its head is up. It's a a process of steps. We're we're talking, again, very, very quick movements, but they're already in position to duck your arrow, which we say duck your arrow. They don't know what they're doing. They just hear a noise. And they just know it's not natural, and they're just getting out of there because a lot of times they can duck duck a duck a shot, basically, spring off twenty yards, and you better reload, and get another arrow quick and let it work back and calm back down because we're going to go over this in a second um of when not to shoot deer, but you can you can miss a deer and have another opportunity later on yeah i think of
1: I think of the it heard the arrow or it heard the bow it heard your fletching yeah it well okay have you ever watched a group of deer in a field and it happens at the snap of your fingers drop of a hat but if you watch deer in a field and let's just say a hawk or something flies over real quick they do the same thing they drop their head load up and spring off or somebody drives by and anytime they're springing off they're alerted they do these steps of drop the head drop the neck drop the shoulders buckle the knees, and then spring off. So they load up and then pounce. And this is whenever their head is down at the time of the shot. They're already loaded up or very they've close to loaded move. up. Yeah. So they've already made a few steps. All they have to do is now drop their knees and spring out.
0: Which is the the front shoulders, which is where you're aiming right behind the front shoulders. So, again, that rear may not drop very much, but that's not what they're loading They've already made their first move and buckling knees, and that's why your shot goes whoop, sails right over the top of the back, or potentially hits high lung or no man's land or spines. One of the one of the many options. Or mm, yeah, but I hope that it, doesn't it, happen. Yeah, I mean, it, but it's it's seriously is is that simple. So we have discussed in detail um and basically hold each other accountable when when we're in a tree is you're not shooting that deer right now. No, I'm just drawing back. I'm getting ready. Cause when it sticks its head back up, especially when if you're watching deer in, in, a field, you know, they're, they're feeding, they're foraging. Um, a lot of times what they'll do, they'll go down, bite, bite, bite. And then they'll come up with a full mouth. And then they're looking around kind of just, you know, detecting, scanning, make sure all is good, but they're focusing on chewing that mouthful of forage. That's when you release the arrow. Yeah. like, they're not in that position to move as quick they're focusing on scanning and they're focusing on the chewing and swallowing that food they're not in that position where okay i'm down or or you they're, know if you've seen deer they're much
1: more alert i think that the reason we shoot at deer with their head down is because we feel like when their heads up they're much more alert
0: no, no it's completely because completely their wrong, ears yeah.
1: are perked up and their eye, you can see their eyes and they're looking but that is not the case when you compare it to a deer that's got its head down feeding. Now, even though its head's down and you see it foraging, it's still ready and is already two steps ahead and two steps towards the process of springing off. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. those two steps is the difference between a high lung, no man's land, spine shot, or completely miss. Mm-hmm. And probably complete miss.
0: Yeah. And again, like it, it's happened to everyone, but... We keep each other accountable and, and don't let each other take those shots um, because we've we've seen it, studied it, and know that your your likelihood of making an potentially unethical shot or, or just missing that opportunity um, goes way up when its head is down. I, I it's so simple. E- even I, re- I, re- I go back. I think it was that same um, Paul you were talking about, but. There's a doe came up to a food plot, and it was kind of a a now or never. I would have liked it to have gotten closer, but fed out, and it was 46 yards away. And just feeding, not, you know, on edge or anything, plenty of distance in between. But its head was down, ranged it, okay, 46. I was not expecting any drop because I knew I wasn't shooting when its head was down. A little bit of a breeze. But sell the pen right in the armpit, whomp.
1: It didn't like it, it it didn't duck that much. Even at that distance. And even at that distance, sometimes they duck and they come back up. Yeah. They make that motion and you're right. I would never account for that when I'm shooting.
0: No. <laughs> no. But in that that's time what it takes happen- for your hair to get there, it can make that tiny little bump pop of the knees basically.
1: Yeah. Pop of the knees and come back up to then bounce off. I I remember that hunt. Um, I remember that track job, more importantly. Um, And so um, I I think that is something that is very, very uh, important to understand. It's one of those so simple things that sometimes people can't understand it, but it is definitely something that we consider and take into effect Every single time we try to settle the pins on a deer of head up, head down to well, a point where yeah, there, we will no make s- a noise to get them to raise their head rather than try to shoot them with no idea we're in the area.
0: And it's not a noise like... Bah! Like that's gonna put them on edge like, yeah, it's, it's a, a very subtle to me
1: and that was the uh, a little bit later in a podcast or whatever to where the noises we make to get a deer to stop or to right before we take the shot and the the and it's always a processor me used to and I think primos probably was the ones that put that on the map but the meh, because they did it all the time and that is a great sound to get deer to stop Meh, all those sounds but if a deer is alert, I don't do it. I always start low and get louder. Start softer, right. And so it's a, for me, the first sound I always make is, and I just click my tongue on the top of my mouth and just make that, or one sound. Because it's the smallest of sounds. When deer are alert or it's calm, there's no wind. Oh, they hear it.
0: And they're they they don't get nervous by it, though, at all. No. It's just kind of like, Hey, I I heard something. But they put their head up to co- to collect more of those sound waves because they got those big old ears. Hey, what was that? And kind of look off and and maybe in your general direction. But they're not like finding the source. They're just, what was that?
1: Oh yeah, it's, it's not a nervous thing. Before we go any further in that, mm-hmm. I know why you gave me that look now because I said I remember the track job. It was because I got loaded in seed ticks. That's why. Oh, okay. because it was it was like September, I think, when you did it. Was it was earlier, yeah. And so that's why I remember that track job. It's hot, sticky, yeah, ugh, miserable. But anyway, I, what I hate seeing whenever I make that noise <laughs> is the you make the noise and you almost see them like kind of like stutter step or they kind of like do a little bit of a like whoa, almost hmm. a little bounce. That's when you know you made the sound too loud. Yeah, yeah. And it's like. Uh oh. Hmm. <laughs> and uh so always start low with a and I even you what, your way I don't up know if you it. could tell the difference, but it starts out with my mouth more closed and then it gets more open. And so you may hear me go like that as I build up to just get the deer to hear me. Because you'll know when they hear you. As soon oh, as yeah. they hear it, they stop. And hopefully, this is why we make the noise. They lift their head up because they're trying to, they they can hear better. That's where they can get alert is they're listening with their head up. But if their head's down, uh-uh, ain't making that shot. No, and that's the thing.
0: I I know there's been times where you're, you're we both had to just hold. Like, you're holding because even though that deer's perfectly broadside, head is down and you're, waiting, you're opting to get a shot when its head is up. Um and and that's the other thing is like you can draw all day long when its head is down. But if you take the shot I'm like, Bro, what were you doing? Yeah. (laughs) And you do the same thing for me, but it again, it it just doesn't make sense to be able to do that when you can wait another few seconds. Make a
1: little noise.
0: Make a little noise. Or, or if the deer is moving off quicker than what you want, not giving you the shot, you got like just, just make the noise and stop it. But don't shoot it when it is either head down or alert, which is what we're getting into yeah.
1: now. And also, you hear it oftentimes: shoot at the bottom third, shoot at the bottom third. That's aim at the heart and hit and hope for the lungs. Um, for me, what I always shoot at, taking that one step further, and I think the one of the most known phrases with shooting is aim small, miss small. And so instead of just aiming at the third, I always try to aim at that little swirl of hair mm-hmm. in the armpit, which is if you want to say bottom third, we're gonna call it the bottom eighth, or yeah. the or maybe yeah, probably the eighth, where it's like two inches up from the belly. The brisket line. Right behind that arm, that Basically, shoulder. That, there
0: that joint right there on the shoulder makes that turn and there's that little it basically is the elbow if you will if you're comparing for, me, it. for that's me, where that twirl hair comes from what I
1: exactly what but what I aim for right there is the change between white belly hair and brown back hair basically inside here and that's right there in that pocket You'll see that little line that's where I aim and, uh, and that's true yardage if it's 23 yards, you are
0: gap shooting 23 at that mark. And 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 no matter that deer still will drop some, but it's not dropping off the map where you're gonna miss it.
1: To me, it's I aim right there. If my uh, of course I have a range finder, so I know exact yardage. Okay, and I practiced enough to know I put the pin there. That's where the arrow's going. If the deer does not move, that's heart shot. Mm -hmm. Bottom heart, which is just quick, super quick trail,
0: incredible blood trail.
1: Yeah. So if I hit where I'm aiming, bottom heart. If she drops a little bit. Top of heart, if she drops a whole lot, still double lung. But if I aim bottom third, it's top of heart. She reacts. It's top of lungs. Maybe if she really reacts, like she's got her head down, I'm borderline missing, Depending on range, so keep in mind, head down. It's almost like hands. What was that? Head hands up, don't shoot. It's yeah. head head down, don't shoot. Yeah. Yeah, And especially with these do's and don'ts that we're going to tell you right now. So,
0: don't shoot number one. Don't shoot with its head down. Don't do it. Hopefully, mm-hmm. the, hopefully you, I guess, hopefully you haven't had the experience and will listen to our wise words from years of experience of having to, to broken learn broken arrows, yeah, or doled <laughs> up, doled up broadheads.
1: But don't shoot with its head down. It, it's so simple. And 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 the reason is the, what, that we Matt and I say no excuse for it is it's as simple as okay I'm I'm at full draw she's thirty yards and she raises her head or she doesn't raise her head I hold it five more seconds and I go and she raises her head yep. it's that simple and and it is no doubt the difference between successful successful it, it, hunt and, an unsuccessful and, and hunt. you
0: know if you're one of those people don't blame it on your equipment if you're taking these shots if you're if you're if you're not looking at the behavior the body language of the deer and you're just willy-nilly flinging arrows whenever they're broadside oh well, that was my bow well what happens if you shoot one with its head up and it's the same yardage um and you and you hit your mark yeah <laughs> It's Was it your bow that time? Like, <laughs> this is a great bow now because it didn't duck? Like, no, it, it, it's the deer and the position
1: where it is. Be it, smart it, about it. Unless you built the bow yourself. Yeah. There is no excuse to blame it on the equipment. Mm-hmm. Because there's plenty of other guys that have that exact same bow that are successful with it. Unless you have it set up bad where there's something a really bad loose screw on a wrist or whatever. But for the most part, it's not the equipment's fault. Yeah,
0: we're we're in a day and age where the technology um of of any bow pretty much made or even stick and string like we said. Way from way back when. Just be smart about it and, and don't shoot the head down. Or and the second point is don't
1: shoot when they're alert. Yeah. No. There are deer that will, that have came by our stand that are well within shooting distance. We have a tag to make it legal, and we would like to put meat in the freezer that we do not shoot at. To me, that is one of those things that was hard to learn. But once you can judge the attitude of a deer, the alertness of that deer, and say, She's just too daggum skittish then I ain't shooting. And and it could change. Maybe it's a, it's a really windy day. Maybe their behavior,
0: um, of that in, individual deer is not always like that. It could just be the conditions. Don't waste an arrow or potentially wound the deer. Um, let it pass and wait for a better opportunity. Even if it's well within your effective range, if it's not in the position or it is
1: not in the behavior if it's very on edge don't take the shot i think and you can even have a a deer come into range that's too alert to not shoot only for five minutes later that deer to calm down and put an arrow arrow perfectly in the boiler room and and take it down i
0: would rather shoot at a deer and and i don't want to take a shot over 50 yards period but i would rather shoot a deer at 50 yards broadside head up mouthful of food than a deer that is head down twenty yards on edge. Yep.
1: Dang it, that's my would you rather. Oh really? <laughs> I mean Well there you is, go. Now you know the so, answer. That's how much we believe in this philosophy of don't shoot not shooting deer with head down. It's it's really it's so simple, um, but it is so effective. And if you pay close enough attention you will you will understand and see what it is we're talking about. Mm-hmm. For it's sure. just the way a deer is built to load up and pounce, jump, move, spring, spring, hop, whatever word skip. you want to use for getting away from danger. This is how they are made. This is how they load up to get out of the area.
0: Physiology, this is their their anatomy, anatomy. this is their behavior. This is everything adds up to <laughs> ducking deer, do's and don'ts of when to shoot. Like it's again, it's not it's not an equipment deal. It's not the how fast your arrow is. It's simply the the body position of a deer. Yes. Don't and and that's the other thing to take away is don't blame yourself uh, unless you're you're you now are exposed to this information and you're still not and you're and you're still shooting deer with their head down. Like don't don't do that. Learn. But don't put all that weight on you, thinking I'm a bad shot. You know, you might be a good a good shot on the range, and then you go to the field, and this happens. Like, you're still a
1: good shot. Just be considerate of the shots you're taking. Yeah, it's not the equipment, and it's not your skill set. With the if you put the time in, it's just that you picked the wrong time. It's to your take shot, the des- shot decision.
0: Yes, I and mean, we're all responsible so for the shots we
1: don't take. don't shoot at a doe who's got her head down. She's alert. And you can tell an alert deer. I think alert deer. The definition. I think if you put, look this up in in a a dictionary that said alert deer, it actually gave a de- definition. They would play a video of that long faced doe stomping over to your location of the food plot, trying to find and, and walking dead straight. And like she was
0: broadside stomping, ears perked up, and then she turned and walked dead straight to you, just the whole yeah. way, just stomping. And looking or, up, or that up. that
1: head bob, where she's like yeah. head up, then she drops it and brings it back up. Like I'm going to go down a feed. Nope, I'm psych. That's an alert deer. Don't shoot at a deer like that, yep. especially if her head is down. Don't now, even don't even I've look at that deer. Alert deer with their head up, but that's mm-hmm. at thirty yards or less. Mm-hmm. I will not shoot at an alert deer over thirty yards because even if her head's up she's still going to she's still alert enough to drop and move out of there quicker than my arrow can get there. Um now and I don't care how fast your your bow is in my opinion that's not an ethical shot. Um now a calm deer has no idea uh, no idea no None. idea um no idea that I'm in the universe a calm deer head down I still make a click sound to get her to raise her head up just because I want to take that precaution Again, and, and she's not she's
0: not seeing or hearing that noise as fearful just like I just heard a click what, what was it was that a twig was that a bird that flicked off a limb like what was it whatever I'm going back to eat but like it's she a natural jumped sound. it's yeah. like if
1: if you're sitting in a quiet office and I walk in and slam the door you jump. Same thing with her. So to me, don't shoot at a deer with her head down. Don't shoot at a deer that's alert and head up over 40 yards. Even for me, it's over 30 yards. Um, Just keep in mind. Pay attention. Don't shoot at a deer with his head down. It's as simple as that
0: may have to go pull just a random youtube video and put in the show notes just to if you don't believe us watch
1: <laughs> yeah and and for us it's been since we filmed them you could put a, a line or a sticky tab on the on the screen and and play it in slow-mo and watch the deer change between head up head down and it is a, a remarkable difference
0: and, and that's the thing not only look at the the arrow but the body reaction to of that deer—that's that's what ultimately led to this conclusion—is comparing deer with their head up and deer with their head down, looking at their body in slow motion. Yeah. The the moves that they had to make to get out of you, danger. I don't
1: remember. Were you filming me in brushy bottom a couple of years ago? Oh yeah. Right. It it was low light. It was low light. And my and my <laughs> skipped it. <laughs> right it off like, the shoulder. Oh, blades. smoked her. We and we both did things. It was yeah. like smoke you because it disappeared, like the the yeah. like disappeared, and, and it just clipped hair. Yep. And I mean, she turned inside out, head down. And that was such a calm night. Oh gosh, head that down. was one of those who was like, man, that I was know. that was the year we we finally put it together, and we're like, this is just too easy because she was alert and head down. No wonder she she dropped three foot or two foot, however mm-hmm. much it was a lot and uh yeah so anyway she, hopefully she lived another day this is so simple hopefully you share it with your friends because
0: yeah don't let them don't let them learn the hard way unless Go you don't season. like them and then yeah. tell them
1: shoot them with their head down
0: yeah hey i heard of something the other day <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: so keep that in mind
0: yeah um, share it with your friends who might struggle who who've had a bad season um
1: tag tag uh those guys that have struggled and, yeah and uh um yeah. Or make a sure, new guy make that's sure Dan into Johnson archery. gets tagged. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this week's edition of the Land and Legacy Hunting Podcast, and we will see you next time. Peace out. Thanks for listening to another episode
0: of Land and Legacy's Hunting and Habitat Management Podcast. If you like what you hear, check us out at landandlegacy.tv. You can submit a viewer question right there, and we're answering the podcast or find us on Facebook and Instagram.
1: Feels pretty good knowing that from the beginning of time, God has called us to be a caretaker, gamekeeper, a manager of the land. So with that being said, don't you think we should do it all for the love of the land and the glory to God?